M's Tom and Ollie can be naughty boys with naughty questions. That's why the following content is rated naughty. Buckle up, kids. All ears proceed past this point at their own risk. See, kids, what time is it? She said nine o'clock. Yeah, baby. Tom and Ollie's naughty after nine. Mate, it's slowly approaching the silly season. You can smell it. Here go, I'll pass you a beer. Sure is. Oh, mate, don't yeah. chuck it. Just Sorry. I'll hand you another one. Here yeah, you go. Just pass it. Oh. Well, you're a bad throw. Well, it's a silly season. That's oh. all I can say. Well, I would have loved a beer after that, those salty chips. Um, uh, That was too long ago to reference it. Lawrence Mooney isn't far away with a flirty 9.30 erotic short story, Ollie. It's a classic. I love it so much. But up yeah. next, Ollie, I need to tell you a story of an accidental hookup. What I'm what I'm calling is I didn't go there for sex. Oh, is that what we're calling it's it? It's an accidental hookup. Uh, stick okay. around because you need to hear this story. You with Triple M's Tom and Ollie? We have questions. It's the John Butler Trio. Just call you with Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. Lawrence Mooney will give us uh, an erotic short story very soon for Flirty Nine Thirty. A Tom and Ollie content warning. Yeah, baby. Tom and Ollie's oh. naughty after nine. Uh. Accidental hookups or. I didn't come here for sex. Oh. Yeah. Wow, yeah, okay. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Well, what's going to happen here? Users have taken a Reddit, Ollie, uh, about the times that they've accidentally had sex. In other words, they've, <laughs> they've, they didn't mean to. That wasn't their intention when they were going into that place. They've stumbled upon it. For example, uh, the, the top voted comment, Reddit, of course, is like a blogging thing where you can vote for comments. Uh, it's, they call it the front page of the internet. Well, one user, the top voted one just says, had sex with a guy that came and set up my cable and internet. Imagine oh. that. Imagine you're an internet guy. You're working for Telstra Optus, belong any of the uh, internet <laughs> providers. You're coming along, you're installing the internet, Big and pump. all of a sudden, you're just getting a little I don't get... sexy eyes across the room. I don't get how that hey, happens. Hey, sir. Great cable you're laying. Want to come into my bedroom and install one in there? Brilliant. <laughs> That's innuendo. You get that cable over here. Um, you don't get the whole accidental sex idea? Well, I just, I'm amazed. I'm baffled. I'm jealous. Mm. How do you go from, you know, oh, hey, thanks for that. By the way, want to bang? You know, <laughs> you know I don't get how you, how do, where's the, the gap? How do you bridge that gap? Well, we're looking for your stories right now on 13353. Accidental hookups. The hookups you weren't looking for. You weren't looking for sex, but it happened. We heard about the one where uh, two people bumped into each other. Didn't we? They bumped into each other. They had a little bing in the cars. Did we? I don't recall. Okay. Well, they had a bingle in the cars, mate, I... and they ended up having sex on the side of the road. Do I know these people or who and it is? We had them on the show. Oh, great. I shared a story once, Tom, where uh, a friend of mine was uh, been a while out of the game, hadn't had much action. Mm -hmm. She had a plumber come around. He fixed her shower. Yeah, he did. And uh, there was a lot of intense eyes and flirting. Oh. And then she was like, oh, my God. They had numbers exchanged for work purposes. Oh, my God. Ten minutes later, he leaves and says, bye. Oh my god! Ten minutes later, hey, what are you doing right now? Oh no! She's like, way. yeah, come back. Oh no way! And they apparently, she told me they had the steamiest sex oh, they've ever had, and not just from the fresh shower. It's so hot. Have you experienced this? One triple three five three. Jump on that phone if you've got a great story for me. I've got tickets to go see Instant Family, starring Mark Wahlberg and Rose Byrne in cinemas January ten. So if you've stumbled upon the sex, Instant Family. <laughs> oh, that's bloody. That's bloody fitting, isn't it? It is. It is, mate. You're so quick after having all those fries. Instant family. One triple three five three. If you've stumbled upon the sex, the accidental hookups, you would triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. It's naughty after nine. It's the Rolling Stones. Start me up. 
You are with Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. A Tom and Ollie content warning. Yeah, baby. Tom and Ollie's oh. Naughty After Nine. <sighs> have you stumbled upon the sex accidental hookups? I don't mean stumbled upon it like the, like, oh, 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 oh. oh you, you it's in. You weren't going there for sex. It just happened, those uh, accidental hookups. It can be the best kind, can't it, Tom, when you don't expect it and suddenly you're just going hell for leather. Um, people have taken to Reddit to talk about their accidental sex stories and the top rated one was just saying, had sex with the guy who came to set up my cable and internet. You can get involved with your accidental sex stories on one triple three five three, Or, of course, you can hit us up at any time across Facebook, Instagram or Twitter. David, I'm on triple three five three. You've had an accidental hookup. You stumbled upon the sex. Ah, uh, yes, I did. I um, was working at a hospital as a nurse, and um, about three years ago, I, I helped this lady with a couple of broken fingers, and three days later, she came back to say hello and thank you, and then oh. we went upstairs to a part of the hospital that I was renovating, yeah. and then, well, an hour later, I came out with a smile on my face. Oh, oh. my God. So you were at work, were you, David? Yes, I was supposed to be doing night shift, but oh. I was doing... A very naughty night shift. It's really it was. You didn't uh, re-break those fingers, did you? <laughs> well, let me tell you, the shower chairs are very handy for position. <laughs> oh. The shower chairs! That's a perfect use of a shower chair. I didn't even think of it. One triple three five three. If you weren't going there for sex, you've stumbled upon it. One triple three five three. I'd like to hear from you. Another shower one. Shower chairs aren't very sexy though. Normally, are they? No. Like, my grandma's got one. <laughs> You know, and you look at it and you go, oh, yucky. Uh, one of the users on Reddit said, I met a girl on Tinder who was leaving my hometown just as I was returning. Our flight plans lined up so that I landed an hour before she departed. They met in the terminal bar, Ollie. They had a drink. Then they went into the family restroom at the airport and had really great sex for 20 minutes. Uh, not in the family room. They only made it. She only just made it to her flight. They were about to close the flight, but she just made it. And the guy who said this story says, shout out to the awesome family restrooms with padded benches big enough to lay down on. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> uh, Philip on 1353, your accidental hookup. Uh, it was actually my partner, which I've just discovered, because oh. we were listening to your segment, and I get this giggle from the passenger seat about something that I didn't know that had happened. So, oh, really? No, okay. Phil, you're learning yeah. stuff you don't want to hear. Philip, what did you hear? Basically, uh, she started giggling listening to your accidental sex segment and uh, and proceeded to tell me how one of her mates was a, a locksmith and uh, came over <sighs> to fix all the locks in her mum's house and uh, ended, up, ended up picking her lock, apparently. <laughs> Oh, no. oh my god! Was, was, so she was home at her parents' house. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it, was, it wasn't recent. She hasn't cheated. I haven't found yeah. out she's cheated on me. No, not saying that. No. No, <laughs> no one's saying that. I love it so much. Maybe you've stumbled across sex at work, or maybe it was somewhere else. One triple three five three. Did you stumble upon the sex accidental hookups? Uh, I'll give you tickets to go see Instant Family starring Mark Wahlberg and Rose Byrne in cinemas January 10 if you can tickle my fancy. <laughs> if you can impress Tom. If you can impress me. If you can make Tom happy. Yes. It's Lanterns, Birds of Tokyo. You with Triple M's Tom and Ollie, we have questions. It's Lanterns, Birds of Tokyo. Triple M's Tom and Ollie, we have questions. Of course, it's after nine. A Tom and Ollie content warning. Yeah, baby. Tom and Ollie's oh. Naughty After Nine. <sighs> Talking about those times you've stumbled upon sex.
Have you stumbled upon the sex? One triple three five three. Now I've still got a, a ticket to give away to Instant Family, starring Mark Wahlberg and Rose Byrne in cinemas January tenth. So you may as well give us a call right now. Yeah. Doesn't matter how good the story is. One triple three five three. Hey, fudge it. Fudge. Yeah, we're never going to check. This is the funny thing about radio. We're never going to actually check, are we? It would be great if someone could call <laughs> up and just do a really convincing but outrageously ridiculous story. Like the... it's like that would never happen. Yeah, and of course we we. Well, what are you going to do? We're going to give away movie tickets. We're talking about this because Reddit has had a thread about accidental sex hookups. It's a forum where people uh, people uh, you know comment their their craziest stories. Right? You love it. I do love it. Um, I love this one. Uh, a guy says, I had sex with a girl in a movie theater with only one other person in it. We thought we were being sneaky at the time, but it was pretty obvious. <laughs> you can't, yeah, it's, it's pretty quiet in a cinema. Unless yeah. it's, a, it's like a Marvel film where it's constant noise. Yeah. People are going to hear that shit. Yeah, definitely. Uh, there is one on Facebook being sent through, Tom, from oh, yeah. Jason. Jason has said... Um, Hang on, no, this isn't the Jason, is it? Uh, the Jason that gives us jokes and calls me flogs all the time. Well, he said this. I hooked up with a really hot girl no. at the office last year. No. Happened more than once. No. Every now and then we'd it's go into her office true. and do the dirty. It's Always with the door unlocked because the risk factor <laughs> is a turn up. on. One day, another oh. office lady walked in on us while I had her in handcuffs. Ah. We turned it into a threesome and the rest is history. It's not. Can it, you believe that? No one in history has ever said the rest is history, Ollie. <laughs> well, it just it's says not if, true. It, if it became a threesome, the rest is history. I mean, you're saying Jason's lying? I don't know. It's ridiculous. It's I don't ridiculous. Know. Another guy on Reddit as we pad for people's crazy ridiculous stories that also can go on the radio so I can give you movie tickets. Uh, this guy said that he got a girl upstairs in a part of a venue that was blocked off. Imagine that. Imagine you're in a pub, right? And you're going, oh, do you want to come upstairs for a little, a little cheeky? Yeah, it's just a bold move. I mean, surely nine out of ten times a girl will say to a guy, no, mate. Definitely not. <laughs> no way. You're being creepy. Steve on 13353, you've got a definitely true story about an accidental hookup? Yeah. Uh, uh, for, at one point, my grandpa was getting losing his mind a bit, essentially, and my family sent Betty up there to mind him hang for on, a hang bit. Hang on, hang on. Start again, Sorry, Steve. What, what are you talking about? Yeah, what, what are you talking about here? Uh, start from the start. My grandpa yeah. was getting Alzheimer's and that. Oh, okay. So yeah, my yeah. family had me stay up with him for a bit yeah. to mind him. But he had a, um, a care person that would come every couple of days just to check on him. Mm. And one day, a care person turned up and Grandpa just didn't want to get out of bed. So while he was in there, I took them off to my bedroom and kept them entertained for no, a bit. No, you didn't. I did. Who were you with? Uh, who the, was I with? It was just me and my grandpa. And I hooked up with the care house that came to check on him. There, that is that is. And was it hot stuff, Steve? Uh, it was. Uh, it, it was average enough. I mean, she was twice my age, but... Uh, wow. And so the grandpa was next door? Not next door. He was at the other end of the house in his bedroom. That's hot, oh Steve. God. I was in the spare bedroom at the other end of the house. Well, Steve, the, the, the film tickets are yours, mate. Uh, Going to see Instant Family. But I want to ask you this. I mean, be honest. Yeah. Is that story real or fake? It's uh, real. <laughs> oh. Okay, great. <laughs> I'd rather it be fake. Tom <laughs> and Ollie. On Triple M. A Tom and Ollie content warning. Yeah, baby. Tom and Ollie's oh. Naughty After Nine. Oh.
How about this? On Tuesday, we're giving away a PlayStation 4 console and a copy of NBA 2K19 to give away, all thanks to 2K Studios. All you have to do is head to triplem.com.au, click on that win tab, and tell us why you deserve a PS4 console and NBA 2K19. It's, it's, it's so exciting. We'll give it away next Tuesday. Uh, but up next, we have an absolute treat for you, a yes. genuine lol moment, a ruffle, a, a laugh out loud. Oh, my God. We have our favorite all-time uh, 3930 reading from Lawrence Mooney. It's a erotic short story. It's it's actually a best of. It's yeah. our favourite from the archives. Oh my God, I love he tell it. he opens up in a very personal way. <laughs> yeah. And it's just a crack up. It's incredible. You have to see around. You have to hear it. This is smells like teen spirit. Nirvana on Triple M with Tom and Ollie. It's with the one I love, Paul Kelly. You are with Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. Earlier on the show, we had a little experiment. Can one person eat only six McDonald's fries, which apparently is the uh, the amount that you should eat per day? Doctors recommend that, Tom. Uh, uh, we'll catch you up if you missed it with all of the video action and some favorite comments we've got on Tom and Ollie of you eating those chips, Tom. And also, Ollie, I think it's affected my body. I'll let you know about that very soon. But Gassy. we thought we should do this. It's been one of our favorite things to do this year. We're wrapping up next week, we want to cast our mind, minds back to when we had Lawrence Mooney in the studio. Well, the original guy who started off uh, Flirty 930. Our erotic short story. So let's relive it. Here it is. A Tom and Ollie content warning. Yeah, baby. Tom and Ollie's oh. Naughty After Nine. Oh, yeah, baby. It's that kind of night, Tom. I mean, that time of night, I meant to say. But uh, I'm getting a bit nervous because we've got a very dangerous man joining us back for Flirty 9.30, Lawrence Mooney. Uh, very nice to be back for Flirty 9.30 or uh, 9.flirty, um, <laughs> which is my name for it. And I uh, get the pleasure of reading from Erotica, 35 yeah. passionate tales of sex and seduction featuring stories from leading writers of Erotica. Now- I've, I've flicked open today to a story called Gold. Excellent. Gold. Okay. Well, Lawrence, we didn't invite, I, I, I invite you tonight. I can only imagine what gold might be about. <laughs> well, I, be, I bet you can imagine. But I feel like you, you wanted to join us for this. We haven't invited you. You've just you've come no, back. No, I came. <laughs> I, I, I do uh, Brisbane breakfast uh, every morning, and I came to the studio yeah. uh, to be with you, and you didn't Excellent. expect me. <laughs> no, yeah. we didn't. I no, even bought didn't. my own copy of Erotica, 35 Tales of Passion, uh, Sex and Seduction. Are you um, ready to go? I've got my finger on the beat button as well, just in case any explosions Okay, so there. Gold by Kelly Dacriok. Oh. Too bad. She tilted her head forward and I kissed her mouth. She kissed back. We stayed that way for a long time. Oh. My arms slid inside her jacket. My arms slid inside. Excuse me? (laughs) (laughs) Couple of wines tonight, like. No. I just get a little bit swallowy when reading erotica. (laughs) My arms slid inside her jacket, warm around her back as the night air frosted the nape of my neck. I felt her push against my chest, her left arm around my shoulders, her right reaching into my back pocket. It's a good word, nape, isn't it? The nape of the neck. I glanced back toward the kitchen. Through the window above the sink, I could see Laura, Chris and the other partygoers. One gestured toward the window and they all laughed. I unwrapped myself from Deborah. Ooh, Deborah. (laughs) What what an unfortunate name. I've lost my... <laughs> Deborah's like a newsreader's name, oh, isn't it? Deborah. Uh, anyway, just... we'll try our best. Yeah. I, un- I unwrapped myself from Deborah and pulled her with me into the deeper shadow against the wall. My back pressed against the old damp planking and she spun so her back pressed into me. 
I caught her in my arms and she collapsed just the tiniest bit, letting me hold her up. I'm picturing a young... I arched forward, shush, me and Deborah are in the garden, mate. Just go back inside. (laughs) (laughs) Just go back inside. Mate, we're having a chat inside. No, no, no. I don't care what you're doing in there. (laughs) All right, having drinks. If you're doing shenanigans, keep one for me. (laughs) I asked. Could you just go back inside? Me and Deborah are in the garden. Sorry, I'm going back inside. I arched forward and kissed her neck, chewed a while on her right earlobe. (laughs) She let herself moan a little, rocked her body against mine, ground her <laughs> into my <laughs> My hands cupped her breasts as I continued to chew her neck. First through her sweat... Go back inside, mate. First through her sweatshirt, then through her blouse, then under her blouse as I pinched and kneaded her <laughs> through her bra. <laughs> hell. <laughs> so- Sorry, Deborah. Sorry, Deborah. this hasn't happened before. <laughs> I'm going to have to go inside and clean myself up. Here's a Kleenex box, buddy. I don't need tissues. Go back inside. Ollie. Sorry. She made a gasping sound and pushed back harder against me. I gripped her tighter in turn. I want to, she breathed, but I released her neck now. What are you doing? I know, I said. It's just that... I know. Lawrence, the party's over, mate. The party's over. Lawrence, yeah. can you come back inside? We're gonna. Uh, me and Deb have. Um, this has been confusing because uh, <laughs> my girlfriend's inside. And I think she was watching this through the kitchen window. Any more? Is that Any in more? the story? Cool. Or? I'm confused. I think I know that. This. Can ends. we finish this? I think it's that was done. a that was a and young Lawrence really Mooney reliving his heyday, wasn't it? I think. Oh, yeah, I've done that. Um, <laughs> it really was. I've it was done a, that. It was a flashback. I did that at a wake. <laughs> oh um, my god. And you said go back uh, inside no. to someone. And we both ended up with it was it was springtime and we were in a rose garden oh. and we both ended up with blood and bone on our knees. Oh, you're not kidding. Just smelling of rotting flesh. <laughs> this has just escalated to an incredible level. Lawrence. Wow. Thank you for sharing. Yeah, no worries. All right, Don't see. kneel down in fertilizer. <laughs> and awake. Triple M, Tom and Ollie. It's primal scream. Rocks, you're on Triple M. You're with Tom and Ollie. Hey, there's a there's a really good reason to be listening next Tuesday to this show uh, because we're giving away a PlayStation Four thanks to our mates at Two K Studios. That's right, a PlayStation Four console, Ollie, plus a copy of NBA Two K Nineteen. And it doesn't involve much to do if you've got a phone or the internet, which pretty much everyone has. You just jump on there to triplem.com.au. You click on the Win tab and you tell us why you deserve mm. a PlayStation Four Tuesday is the night we'll be giving away a console. I'm so super stoked. Now, Tom, before we head off, how are you feeling, mate? Because at 8 p.m. tonight, you embarked on a challenge of eating just six chips. Well, that's right. A study was released this week, Ollie, by a Harvard academic and nutritional scientist. Now, this, I'm glad this is a naughty afternoon because his name is Professor Eric Rim. Ooh, it claims that people should consume no more than six chips per day to avoid long-term health problems. So we heard this scientific stat. <laughs> we uh, we put some work in behind the scenes. Tom, I actually laid down some audio tracks, yeah. and I want to hear my favorite one, oh. the, the uh, Black Betty rendition, if oh, we yeah, can have yeah, it. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. And we challenged you to a test. It's all on Facebook, by the way, at yeah. Tom and Ollie. There's a video. There's a lot of great comments I want to get to. But it was uh, whether I could only eat six chips. Wow, six chippies, bam, bam, wow, six chippies, bam, bam, six chippies in his mouth, bam, bam, those chippies are gone, bam, bam. <laughs> so good. Uh, my work. And um, how are you feeling? <laughs> uh, to be honest, we set out to have six chips. Six chips, six chips. 
Impossible. It was impossible, Ollie. I did break that rule. I did not have six chips, Ollie. I you think. ended up uh, eating, maybe a drum roll would fit in here, Tom, but you ended up eating a total of... 69 chips. <laughs> oh, you devil. Tommy's got six chips. <laughs> yes, he's got six chips. Now... A lot of comments came through. You can eat more than this. <laughs> I did, and I can, and I will. <laughs> On Facebook, I want to give you some highlights as the uh, Facebook Live video played out in real yes. time, Tom. Uh, Bo said, you are a disappointment. Go the whole lot. We want to see you vomit. Um, Andrew said... There was four large chips on the plate, by the way. Yes, it was a big plate. Andrew said, obviously not the Brad Pitt diet. Gerard said, just eat them and stop whining. (laughs) Yeah, I did like that. Uh, As you climbed the numbers up to the 50s, Bo then chimed in again. 52 and you will avoid the bad fries feeling. 53 or more and you'll have only regret. It's huge. It's huge. Nah, uh, keep eating, Tom. Treat yourself. It's you, the festive season, says you, Bo. You need a chalky Sunday to dip them in? <laughs> I don't do that. I don't buy into that. Well, but, Tom, Ollie. I feel sl- sluggish. I had a fair few. You're feeling pretty <laughs> shitty as well. So it's time to go and burn them off and uh, do some hard work on the weekend. Mate, this studio is so greasy right now. Yep, I feel yep. so sorry for Luke Boner, who's going to be jumping in at midnight yes. to take over. He's going to be slipping off the desk, I can tell you that. But it's all worth the time because Laurel won tickets to go and see The Prodigy. Yes. So I hope she enjoys that. And... Uh, <laughs> Uh, have a bloody good one, Tom. Oh, have a bloody good weekend. We'll Bye. see you on Monday. Bye. Bye. Tom and Ollie on Triple M. Triple M's Tom and Ollie can be naughty boys with naughty questions. That's why the following content is rated naughty. Buckle up, kids. All ears proceed past this point at their own risk. See, kids, what time is it? She said nine o'clock. Yeah, baby. Tom and Ollie's Naughty After Nine. Yeah, baby. Hey, just Tom, quick one, uh, out of nowhere, but uh, I've just been on Facebook. I've got a question for you. How long have you been dating your Trump idolizing boyfriend from America, Seth? Uh, It's probably been two or three months now. Two or three months? Yeah. And he, he uses Facebook, yeah? I, yeah, he does. He's yeah. across uh, social media? Yeah, he's across social media. Well, he just liked our page just tonight. So, welcome, Seth, to the party. Ah, thanks, Seth. Good that he's taken three months to engage in your content. Yeah, well, you know, he's... If, you, if your boyfriend won't listen to the content and watch the videos, how can you expect Joe Blogs in his car to? Because he gets it at home for free every <laughs> night. <laughs> you go and do a bit, do you? Yeah, I do a bit for him. I would, I would tell him about my um, my reunion on oh, Friday night. Well, but... speaking of doing a bit, why don't you do that bit for us now? No, oh. well, you didn't want to hear about it. You were too busy going through Facebook comments. No, so... I do want to hear your reunion bit about you getting bullied. No, I'm fine. We'll we'll do it later. Yeah. Okay, Tom Petty, that's fine. Uh, we'll move on. But up next, uh, we need to get the pug back in here, no, Biggie, God, because we're God. talking about sex with pets. Oh, God. Uh, sex with, with pets in the room, I should say. <laughs> Uh, bring it in. Come on, Bell. Wake that dirty pug up and bring it in. Oh, you with Tom and Ollie on Triple M. Painless baby animals. Yes, I'll have the leash. Thank Take the you. leash, Tom. Yes, thank you. Put it in your uh, hand. You with Tom and Ollie on Triple M. I'm so sorry for everyone who hates this pug noise, but I've been given a pug for the night because apparently I said some bad things about pugs. You did. Even though Ollie did as well. Hey, that's pug life for you. Oh, I hate pug life. A Tom and Ollie content warning. Yeah, baby. Tom and Ollie's oh. Naughty After Nine. Biggie, you, sit. Have you got like an extendable lead for, for Biggie? Like that can reach out further and you retract it in? Or what have Biggie. you got? Biggie, shush. Biggie, shush. Go 
Good. He's, he's learning. Good boy. Good boy. He's, he's trusting you. Biggie shush. And this is where the bonding comes <laughs> in. Biggie shush. Mm. One he, listener he, wrote on our Facebook page, at Tom and Ollie with a Y, wait till his eyes pop out and you have to push them back in with your fingers. <laughs> Does that happen? <laughs> Apparently that happens to these disgusting dogs. <laughs> no, Who okay. would get a pug? Okay, so if you, if you own a pug and you've seen a pug's eyes pop out and you've had to push them back in, you must call this show, 13353, and tell oh. us about the, the eye-popping experience. Insane. I was going to, to jump into Naughty After Nine with an eye-popping story. Do you have a naughty content warning to play, Tom? I've done it. You've done that. Yeah. I listen, wanted to ask listen. about, do you have sex with your pet in the room? Oh, okay. Do you have sex with your pet in the, in the room? room? Uh, because, you know, if you had this pug, Tom, mm. he'd be really making a bit of noise and you'd start to go, hang on, Seth, are you enjoying yourself a bit too much there? Or, or As John said on Facebook, it sounds like Tom having a six-hour session. So... You know, some noises might be sexy. I don't think what the pug's doing is sexy, but it's certainly heavy breathing. Yeah. We have heard from Belle, our producer, who did uh, do some, I believe there was some acts done with her cat in the room. What do you think about, what are you laughing at over there? What you... I've just seen, I've just seen Arj who messaged on Facebook saying, seems you legends are struggling for content tonight. Dude, that was last night, mate. <laughs> All right. <laughs> God, keep up. You're reading last night's content messages. Oh, my God. And his name's AJ, so uh, keep up. Uh, Mate, sex with pets in the room. What do you think? Yeah, I'm not a fan. I don't like it. You don't like what? I don't want to do it. Do what? Sex? I don't want to do sex with with pet, with pet animals in the room. That's what I don't want to do. Okay. Well, <laughs> well there you go. Uh, that, that's that's the answer. Well, what Is it because this pet or any pet? I think I'd be fine with a with a fish. Yeah. If there was a fish in the room, I'd be cool. I feel like once the animal gets to a certain level of like consciousness, then I'm yeah. not okay with the pet. So you're saying tonight when you go home boy, and, and you Good see boy. Seth, your Trump supporting boyfriend, oh, you, don't there'll, be be, rude. there'll be no sex involved because of the dog? Um, yes, 100%. The, the dog. Shush, Biggie. Is he rubbing up against you? Why are you getting so distracted? He's really rubbing you, isn't he? Yeah, it's... It, He's just distracting me. All right, look, one triple three five three. Tom's distracted. Uh, he has got a dog, so I do forgive him. Um, but do you have sex Stop with your pet in the room? Me. How does that work? Is that a is that a thing that's done? This is fuel shimmer. Oh yeah, hang on, I have to press play. Oh, sorry, sorry. This is fuel shimmer. Tom and Ollie. Tom and Ollie. Triple M. Triple M. Fuel shimmer. Triple M's Tom and Ollie. Oh, having a good one. A Tom and Ollie content warning. <laughs> yeah, baby. Tom and Ollie's oh. Naughty After Nine. I'm having a good one. <laughs> having a bloody rager in here. Oh, I hate with it. With your slobbery dog, mm-hmm. Slobberdam Milosevic. I hate it. Park show. <laughs> We've caused a, um, a bit of feud on on, uh, on Facebook, Tom, around uh, pugs. There's been an argument. Has there? Can I read it to you? Yeah, please. Andrew, before we get to the calls on uh, is it okay to have sex with pets in the room on module yeah. 353. Give us calls. Andrew said to start the debate off, uh, he, uh, he commented saying, could have picked a dog that isn't bred to have debilitating health issues. Sure. Fair enough comment. Got three likes. Good on you, Andrew. Good that's on you, a Andrew. Win. That's a win for Andrew. Andy. He's, he's happy. And he's married by the photo. Nick <laughs> said uh, it's the product of humans trying to play God gone wrong. Sure. That's true as well. How many likes did that get? That got two likes from Nick. Oh. Heidi chimes in, though, and Heidi says, People who buy or breed pugs are cruel. They don't know this dog can't breathe normally, and they have a headache all the time. They can't give birth naturally, dot, dot, dot. 
Fair enough. A few, a, a few claims there. No likes on that no comment. No likes. Okay. Marnie, though, has read Heidi's comment and arced up, and Marnie has said, Hi, uh, Heidi, just wondering how you know pugs have a headache. <laughs> Good. <laughs> I have two, and they've not showed any signs of a headache as yet. <laughs> So, uh, you know, there's debate out there uh, as to whether pugs are having headaches or they phantom headaches, well, like what Bell gets sometimes. Ollie, uh, as we say, keep us abreast in radio. Keep us abreast, okay, of, abreast, of, keep the us abreast of everything that's And the Bell's phantom headaches. You're gorgeous, Bell. I'm joking. This I'm dog joking. keeps twisting itself. 13353, do you have sex with your pet in the room? We have heard that Bell's done that, and that's fine. I'm okay with that. That's her choice. <laughs> Poor Bell. Hey, Poor Christopher. Oh, hello. How are you doing today? Yeah, good. How are you doing today? Uh, yeah, I'm doing all right. You know, just racking up those nerves to tell my sex stories on the radio, oh, just like your average guy. Racking joke. up nerves, thank God. Now, Chris, um, tell us, have you had sex with your pet in the, in the room? room? I love the pause you guys do. Oh, it's amazing. Um, yes, I've had sex with my pet while it's in the room. Um, so I have a cat called Wednesday, right? And she's a beautiful little thing. I've also had um, like an ex-girlfriend's cat. So this is two different cats I've had this experience with. Oh. Basically what happens is, you know, you start the light work, you start doing what you got to do, warming up, and the next thing you know, you think you feel a little pat on like the back of the bed, like something hopped up. Oh, no. You're in the zone though. You've got a rhythm going. You can't just break that. And the next thing you know, 20, 25 minutes pass, you turn around and she's just sitting there looking at you with this half-bored look on her face like, was that all you had, mate? Oh, no. <laughs> Judgmental eyes from uh, Dr. Evil Cat over there. What's amazing is you can rock that bed like crazy for tomorrow and the cat just completely on phase. Uh, you got a good it's a little cat, weird if I think about it, but let's face it, when yeah. we're doing the deed, we're not thinking about what else is in the room, are you, boys? Mate, you're in the zone because uh, you are having sex uh, with your pet in the room but with your partner. Yeah, well, damn right. My ego is on the line. If I don't do the job here and every other time, then there's going to be one time they can call me out and use it over my head. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Get on you, Chris. Tom, I couldn't hear half that story because uh, of your dog. So can you make sure your dog keeps the noise down? Tell him to shut up. Biggie, shush. Oh, there they go. Good work. Look at you. <laughs> Authoritative you. figure, aren't oh. you? When he, bre- no. when, he, when he swallows, it sounds like he has a very bad cold. Yeah. Well, he was born that way. What's his fault? Um, Mick, <laughs> Mick, what is your uh, story of sex with pets in the room? Hey, guys. Hey, hey, it's, actually, uh, it's actually my best mate. He was um, having sex with his missus in the uh, bedroom, and he was behind her, and just as they're about to finish, his dog come up and licked his bum. Oh. <laughs> he reckons it was the best experience he'd ever had. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it would. It would elevate it, wouldn't it? <laughs> and you can just play dumb and say, "Oh, I didn't want that to happen." <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure he didn't. But he reckons the experience was a once in a lifetime, though. Oh, mate. I mean, uh, you wouldn't call it a threesome, but uh, it's certainly. Uh, <laughs> Stop it. Certainly interesting. Stop it. Pull back. Pull back. Thank you very much, Mick. Well, you've, Tom, made, you've made good, Ollie go crazy. Good luck tonight with Seth, your boyfriend, and uh, Biggie, your pug. I'm going to turn Biggie's mic up. Listen to this. Nothing. <laughs> That's like nothing at all. Oh. It's probably dead. Oh, love this song. Born to Run, Bruce Springsteen. One triple three five three. Do you have sex with your pet in the room? Do you have sex with your pet? In, In the, the room? room? One triple three five three. Tom and Ollie on Triple M. Born to Run, Bruce Springsteen, Triple M's Tom and Ollie. Just give, give our little 
Oh, hello. Oh. He's back. Just gave our little pug some schmackos. And dogs go wacko. Dogs go wacko for schmackos. A Tom and Ollie content warning. Yeah, baby. Tom and Ollie's oh. naughty after nine. Good ad. Good ad, ad, isn't it? Great ad. They're not paying for this. Uh, and I'm very sorry to the breakfast show for having <laughs> the studio smell a bit like dog in the morning. And their microphone's covered in slobber. Oh. Um, Rachel on Facebook has said, Oh, boys, lol, please rephrase your topic. It sounds like, do you have sex with your pet? Not have sex while it's in the room. So oh. we've, been, we've been pausing a bit saying, do you have, have sex, sex with, with your, your pet, pet in, in the, the room? bedroom? And we should just be saying, do you have sex with your pet in the room or whilst in the room? Yeah. What do you think about this? What's your stance? Are you cool with it, Michael? What do you reckon? Yeah, I reckon it's cool. Hello? Yeah, yeah, you're down with it, Michael? You're down with it? Yeah, I I live with a pig in my room, so he's always having a gander. What do you live with, sorry? I've got a turtle in my room. Ah, yeah. Yeah, he's always hanging up at the glass and like you kind of like sit back and then you realise he's swimming up at the glass. Enjoying the show? Is he enjoying the show, is he? Yeah. When you say you're down with it, are you into it? Are you into it? Uh, I'm not too sure. Sometimes it's a bit uncomfortable. I might want to throw a towel over the tank or something, but I yeah. feel bad. Yeah. Might as well let him enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. Why Why? Yeah. Why stop the show? Yeah, exactly. I watch him eat fish. Yeah, it's a good confidence boost for you, and it's a good win for him to see what you do. Exactly. Hmm. And he can replicate it at one-tenth the speed. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Turtles having sex is actually quite a weird thing. I think I've seen it happening. Yeah, at, yeah. Uh, I've seen videos. Zoo. I've seen videos of giant turtles, like Galapagos Island turtles, having sex. How do they? Do they? Very slow. <laughs> it's as you'd expect. But it's the clambering on top, you know, in traditional doggy style as Biggie. well. Speaking of doggy style, Biggie. Biggie, keep it down. Shush, mate. Yeah. We're trying to do a radio show. Seriously. Who, who would have sex with this dog? I mean, in the room. In the do- <laughs> no, in the dog world, I'm talking about. Oh, right. Who would have sex with this dog, honestly? Like, Biggie. You've got to see, if you haven't seen him yet, check out Facebook or Instagram at Tom and Ollie. He's not pretty. Oh, oh he's, you've been, you're the one who's been shit counting him all night. I haven't said that he's ugly. I've said that multiple times. You said times. he's disgusting. Cameron, uh, do you have sex with your pet in the room? How are we, fellas? Oh, good, Cameron. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. So me and my Sheila were having a bit of a fling one night. Thursday froppies yeah. for Cameron. Yeah, that's it, mate. Straight <laughs> after the pokes, we get back. And there we go. We're having a fling on the bed. Halfway yeah. through, the bed breaks, doesn't it? Oh, you're joking. And, you're joking. And underneath the bed, my cat possum runs out. Because no. the, the bed broke. The flat of my bottom of my bed broke. He oh. slams on the cat, jumps right out and starts attacking me totem pole after I came out. <laughs> Absolutely tore it apart. Never been able to look at it again. Oh, no. no. And so it you, was horrendous. The possum called cat did some damage, did it? Oh, bloody oath it did. Oh. It, tore, it tore me apart. Oh, no. Did you yeah, to, that's it. How did, you, did, you, did you have to go to a hospital or a doctor or something after that? Oh, no, I just home medication, bit of deep heat. She'll be right. Oh. But, you know, a bit of rash everywhere. Oh. But she's all right now. Yeah. Oh. Good as gold. Yeah, good on the you. The totem pole. Good you got to be careful with it. On your camera. Yeah. That's right. See you, fellas. See you, mate. Have a right. frobbies. Nice. Do you have sex with your pet in the room? <laughs> with a with a pug that makes a lot of noise, like Whoa. you t- tonight, Tom. Tom and Ollie on Triple M. We're going home, Vans Joy, new music, Triple M, new-ish music, I should say. Uh, Thursday night, nearly into the weekend, which is very exciting as well. 
Um, next week, we're starting a whole interview series around the AFL and why there's no out and proud AFL footballers. So if you do have anything to, anything to add to that, if you are a gay footballer at, at a grassroots club or if your club has an open stance, you know, mm-hmm. or, or is quite accepting, one triple three five three. we'd love to hear your stories around why there aren't any out and proud AFL footballers. Speaking of AFL footballers, Ollie, <laughs> there's two in my life that I'm... Not keen to see. This Friday night, it's my 10-year school reunion, Halebury College in Victoria. Are we getting the story now, the reunion story? Yeah, well, you cut me off before. You've moved so on. You're, so not, you're moved being on. less petty, and I'm, I'm glad you are. So let's hear about your reunion. The backstory to this is that you were bullied by a couple oh. of the players. Uh, well, uh, one of the students who now play AFL. I mean, there was, there was a one Tyrone Vickery. Now, Tyrone, he wasn't... He wasn't the main culprit. He just, I just, I just, oh, we weren't great friends. He wasn't the lead bully. He was an ensemble bully. And what I'm saying. <laughs> if we're talking about a drama reference, which you can understand. <laughs> what I want to say to this as well, this isn't, don't, don't, don't have any defamation cases against me. It's in the past, you know? Oh, you're not holding a grudge. Oh, no. You've forgotten not. about it, basically. The other person who did most of the bullying, though, was Tom Lynch. <laughs> And Tom yet, Lynch, AFL footballer. And again, you've forgotten it, but you I mean you've moved on. You're not harping on about it on the radio. I've been on about it on the radio. It's not like I'm using a national radio show to talk about the AFL footballers that bullied me at high school. Just That's give not it, the type of thing I'm no, doing. No, you wouldn't do that. Just give us an insight as to some of the labels that were thrown around. No, drama. Say it. No, I'm definitely not. It's a horrible word. I'm not sure what the word is. Well, you don't need to know. Drama bitch. <laughs> That'd be good. That'd be good. <laughs> Oi, drama bitch. Uh, no, I'm, I'm not sure what words they've used. I've pushed them out of my memory. Drama I'm very cock. good at drama, drama pushing cock. them down. You yeah, know? okay. So suppress you, the memories. Yeah, suppress them. Um, but so you're going to face them though? Well, here's the thing, Ollie. I, I received an email this week saying the final call out to try and get your classmates to the final class of 2008 reunion. Yes. Right? Yes, yes. We're, we actually received the list of people who are attending. Is that so you can read the names up and go, oh, who's going? Get their name right. I suppose so. Oh, that guy's got Darren's coming. Don't want to go to that. Ollie. Avoid him. I can reveal to you that at my school reunion, <laughs> neither of my bullies are going. <laughs> 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 it's the best night of my life. What a relief for you. It takes me back to, to bus C. Where I'd be like, oh no, I have to jump on the bus and there'd be the two bullies there. But on a Friday night, when well, they weren't there because they were at footy training. They were at footy training. Oh. And just like the bus scenario, they're not oh. going because they're too cool. They've got successful AFL careers. Huh? So they're too good to go to the reunion. What? Oh, don't say that. Come oh. on, mate. That's just putting me back down again. Tom and Ollie on Triple M. A Tom and Ollie content warning. Yeah, baby. Tom and Ollie's oh. Naughty After Nine. Oh. So I'm just going through some comments on uh, Facebook uh, regarding the sex with pets in the room. Yeah. Do you have sex with your pet? In the room. In the room. Yeah. Um, Mark said, uh, when I first started dating my partner, we took her dog to the park. One thing led to another oh. and we started having sex in the park. No <laughs> way. Hang on a minute. But quickly stopped mid-session when her dog started humping my leg. Oh, no. No, that is that is almost a threesome. You got to you got to <laughs> shut that down. Well, that. you've got to shut that down, and Mark was right to do that. Uh, well, uh, we've had an anonymous person getting contact saying anonymous from my girlfriend. Sure, Tom. She once got turned on by her cat, 
Wait, 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 wait. What? It's all okay. She was asleep. Then she woke up, turned on because the cat was breathing really close and licking her ear. She was outraged. She was shocked. Oh, She was like, no, that's the cat. I wasn't supposed to be turned on. Sexy stuff. Oh, it's insane stuff. Hello, Midnight Oil. This is Beds Are Burning. You're with Tom and Ollie on Triple M. Naughty afternoon. Beds Are Burning. Midnight Oil, Triple M, Tom and Ollie, the number one development show. We have questions. Oh, someone's had a can of lift over here. God. Oh, mate, you're telling me. You gotta live. Uh, getting you through the weekend. And who's pumped? I am. I am. Uh, but I wasn't pumped. Got you know. my keys ready. Let's go. Let's get these <laughs> brakes out of the way. Let's oh. get to 10 o'clock. <laughs> who's, who's counting down? Me. Uh, I wasn't pumped last night, Tom, when I saw this happen. And the question here is, uh, we have questions. Did you get done by a shitty rule? Did, Did you, you get, get done? done by a shitty little rule, one of those rules that you go, oh, really, are we really enforcing that? Now, I'm not encouraging breaking the law, but I saw, and it's happened to me as well, I saw a guy who was like a deliveroo or one of those drive, uh, bike riders mm. taking food to someone, and yes, it was nighttime, highway patrol pulled him over on a on a on like a, a, a busy city street. Was he a push bike or was he a yep, motorbike? Push bike. Okay. So he's cycling along at 5Ks an hour. He's actually turning onto the footpath. Highway Patrol pulls him over and goes, mate, you've got no light, giving you a fine. And I've been there. Nah, I'm, I'm all for that. Look, That's um, not a shitty rule. That's a good rule. Yeah, no, it is a shitty rule because what the cops can do is give you a warning and say, mate, like, go and get a light. Sure. Which has happened to me. Yeah. I've, I've had both. I've had the warning given and I was like, I was, my heart was pumping and I was mm. like, yes, thank you, officers. I'll go and get a light. And I actually did go and get a light. Of course you did. Because I don't want to get a fine. You don't want to get a fine. But then another time... I wasn't wearing the lights, and I got a fine. So, look, I get, of course, I encourage you to be safe in the dark and have a light on your bike. Definitely have a light on your bike. But it's a shitty rule to cop a $220 fine for. Whoa! Yeah, it's not like a parking fine, mate. That's more than a couple of lights. Go out and get your lights. Lights aren't cheap. I'm not talking about beers. Lights aren't cheap. Go and uh, get some lights. But, uh, mate, it is a bit of a shitty rule to have to get done with, and... So one triple three five three. Have you been in a scenario where you you've gotten done and you've gone? You know what? Yeah, you've got me. But to tell you the truth, this rule's a pain in the ass. You know, it's naughty after nine. It's a content warning. I've been done for the shitty rule of having sex in the sauna at the gym. I mean, come on, <laughs> oh, Tom. I mean, why can't we have sex in the sauna? There's clear signs. <laughs> Stop sweating your heart <laughs> out in here that, th- through sex. That hasn't that hasn't happened. Well, it's out there now. It's on record. Oh, well, there the, we go. We've got the audio isolated. Oh, Bell's, yeah. Bell's already cut it up, that producer. Go for it, Daily Mail. Go for it, news.com.au. Give us any publicity. Radio host admits to having s- illegal sex in sauna. In sauna. Mm. Oh, that's right. It was a gay sauna. Sex on premises venue. Oh, typical. One triple three five three. Did you get done for a shitty rule? A rule that you're like, come on, mate. Don't do give that. Me a, give me a warning. Give me a slap on the wrist. One triple three five three. Tom and Ollie on Triple M. Stone Temple Pilots. Interstate Love Song. Hells yeah, turn this up. Interstate Love Song. Stone Temple Pilots. Triple M's Tom and Ollie. Hope you're having a good one. One triple three five three. Get involved in this. Did you get done by a shitty rule? Hmm. You know, like, I know that you're only allowed a free refill if it's a large cup, but I had a small cup. I had a small meal. I pref- I deserve the refill. That's you that's know? exactly right, Tom. Uh, I got done, and I saw a guy having to me get done without the light and the push bike. And you know what? That's my- not actually rule. That's no, an actual rule. No, but my argument is just give a warning. Just give okay. a warning, yeah, coppers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you've got discretion. You, the policeman's <laughs> greatest <laughs> power, my friend, <laughs> Tom Bainbridge, yes. is discretion. People think it's power, it's authority, it's the cuffs. 
No, it's the discretion yeah, but, to go one. You know what? In this moment, I'm going to do this. Yeah, but can I can I blow your mind here? No, a Deliveroo and Uber Eats, a food delivery service on a push bike. A young Indian boy have, trying to make some money should have lights on his bike. He does it for a job. He does it for a job. Yeah, it's true. Come on, get lights on your bike, mate. What are you doing, mate? I'm all for small business. You know me. <laughs> And deliver I'm all for small business. What, Uber Eats is a small business? Yeah, SBO. Aren't they stealing money from restaurants? <laughs> that guy is an SBO. Uh, Finn. Hey, mate. How's it going? Oh, sorry. I thought we'd finish the show then. It was like the French ending to a film. <laughs> oh, wow. Jeez, sorry, <laughs> Finn. An artistic gag, isn't oh, it? I was looking forward to that. Uh, Finn. Uh, Finn gets it all the time, that gag. <laughs> oh, he, he's, you're sick of that gag, aren't you, Finn? Oh, don't you? I hate the French <laughs> ending to a film. Uh, Finn, did you get done for a shitty rule? Yeah, I have actually. So uh, I've got a little brother and he's on his red peas and I'm on my green peas and uh, oh. he, he's driven the car and then I get back in my car and I get pulled over and he checks my license and he goes, why do you have the wrong plates on? And I'm going, oh, sorry, mate. My brother's been driving it and I cop like a $320 fine for having red pea oh. plates on. What? It doesn't like doesn't make any difference. That is so dog because the red know. plates are actually more stringent than the green plates. I know. It's ridiculous. What? So you, so you didn't have this. the right peas on, but you, I mean, were you breaking any red pea rules? At the start no, of that nothing. Time? Nothing. Yeah, that's a oh. bit tough, isn't it? That Come is. On. That's a bit tough in the cops. Get that bloody microphone on that dog again, I reckon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't you dare. That is. No, no, no. Don't put the no, volume on no. the dogs. No, don't. Where's, tell your, where's your pug? Stop it. Stop it. I feel bad right for you, now. Finn. Uh, that's, that's not fair. That's insane. One triple three five three. Were you in the same boat as Finn? <laughs> Oh, boats are fins, very nautical. Oh. <laughs> Thank you, Ollie. You are having a real perler. Right, just and getting by, through it. By perler, I mean through it. just talking shit. One triple three five three. did you get done by a shitty rule? Radio here, Tom and Ollie on Triple M. Radio. <laughs> back to the bone. Oh. <laughs> George Tharagood. Back to the bone is what I said. Obviously a joke meant to say bad to the bone on Triple M with Tom and Ollie. Uh, and I'll never try again. Good. That's my job. You should never do it again. I'll do the gags. I'm not looking forward to spending the night with the pug. Pug show. Yeah, come on, Bill. We should get him in for a goodbye kiss. Oh, no, thank you. Uh, but we're asking on 13353 because we have questions and we're the development show at night. Did you get done by a shitty rule? Did mm. you get done by a shitty rule? Let's head over straight to Hashan because I can hear Tom's keys jangling next to his pug dog. Uh, Hashan, you uh, got done by a shitty rule? Yeah, I got done for what well, I was told to not stop being for three seconds at a stop sign. Oh, no, that is a shit rule. Three? St- are you That's supposed a- to stop for three seconds? Yeah. Well, I didn't know that. Like, I'd seen the highway patrol. She was sitting in my street. I left I left my house to go get a coffee two minutes up the road. I came back. <laughs> I knew she was there. No. So I was making sure I was doing the right thing and then... She called me over and said that I didn't. I failed to stop that, for three that, seconds. That's insane. I recall the testing being done to get my pee plates, and as I recall it, it was just uh, make make a complete stop, and that's it. Yeah, well, I, I don't know, and it cost me three hundred bucks and three demerit points. Three seconds is like, all right, I'm going to stop the vehicle now. Yeah. One, One two, two, three. Nah. Yeah. Mate, but we're, then we're busy two, we- two weeks later, I got to drive down the road and see the same cop standing in the rain directing traffic and um, I gave her a few words as I drove past. Yeah, good on you, mate. Well, Hashan, um, don't... <laughs> uh, you should stop at stop signs, 
but don't stop believing. A singer in <laughs> Good, yeah. And don't stop slagging off those cops in the rain, Hashan. Don't worry. Don't abuse cops. No, definitely don't. She's doing her best oh. in the can, rain. Can we go? We can go, but not before I just let everyone know that do check out all the videos of Tom's brand new pug, Biggie, on Instagram, yeah. Tom and Ollie, and Facebook, Tom and Ollie, oh. uh, Ollie with a Y. And tomorrow, I'm going to come around with a camera and make sure we film a bit of you uh, spending your time with your pug. That's all I had at the end book. of the song. So, <laughs> See ya. Tom and Ollie on Triple M. Triple M's Tom and Ollie can be naughty boys with naughty questions. That's why the following content is rated naughty. Buckle up, kids. All ears proceed past this point at their own risk. See, kids, what time is it? She said nine o'clock. Yeah, baby. Tom and Ollie's. Oh. Naughty after nine. Keep those tweets coming through. At <laughs> uh, Tom and Ollie with a Y. Too much fun. Sisterist. Uh, but uh, yeah, tweet me at Tom and Ollie um, if you want to have a laugh at my sisterist. But also tweet anything serious right now because uh, even at Nadia Bacotti. Am I saying Nadia Bacotti right? It's I say Nadia Bacotti, but I, I won't be offended because it okay. gets pronounced a whole variety of ways. Well, Nadia Bacotti's here. You're a self-obsessed sex addict, journalist, media commentator, editor, and you're passionate for destroying mental health stigma and sexually impairing women has absolutely no concept of TMI, is that right? I absolutely don't, but I'll just correct you on you said self-obsessed and I'm sure you meant to say <laughs> self-confessed because I'm not self, I promise I'm yeah. not self-obsessed. Good call, good call. I normally get <laughs> that kind Instagram of stuff My Instagram has wrong. very few selfies on it, okay? Yeah. <laughs> it's an important word to get right, Tom. Yeah, definitely. Um, no, but absolutely, I have no concept of TMI to the point that my own mum has to constantly say to mm-hmm. me, please get your mind out of the gutter like you're making people uncomfortable. Well, so. well mums turn off uh, this part yeah. usually from after nine yeah. o'clock. My mum switches off. You're, actually, your mum loves this, doesn't mom she? Mum loves it. She's also got no TMI as well, Nadia. <laughs> but um, we don't get a lot of guests on uh, Naughty After Nine like yourself. We usually just take calls and we, we have weird conversations. Is it fair enough to say that would you be a sex expert or how would you position yourself in terms of you maybe have strong ideas about sex? I've got some very strong ideas about sex and I'd just say that I'm super passionate about just talking about it and getting it out in the open and just destroying all the shame and stigma around it, right. particularly for women and women who enjoy sex like myself. Um, I think the more we talk about it, the more we just accept it's just a normal, natural part of being a human. So, yeah. Well, let's get down and dirty next, yeah. Nadia. We can't wait to get into this. Nadia Bockety is in here. She's going to be answering your questions and getting down and dirty about libidos in both men and women. That's coming mm. up next. This is Blister in the Sun, Violent Femmes. How fitting, going off like a blister in the sun. Yeah, totally. Tom Ollie on Triple M, <laughs> Naughty After Nine. The honeymoon is over the cruel sea. Triple M's Tom and Ollie. A Tom and Ollie content warning. Yeah, baby. Tom and Ollie's oh. Naughty After Nine. A big shout-out to Em, who tweeted in, who's listening from sunny London and gave your sister a bit of a buzz from your new smartwatch, uh, Ollie. Was that, that hash, was? Hashtag sisterist. Keep those yeah. tweets coming through at Tom and Ollie to make Ollie's wrist buzz. But we've got Nadia Bockety in the studio. Hello, Nadia. You're, you're bloody awesome. You've been just sh- Aww, showing us 
Thanks, guys. You've been showing us some toys in here. <laughs> something that something that gets quite erect. We're, we're learning a lot tonight. We're learning yeah. a lot. <laughs> well, we don't get a lot of experts, and we don't get a lot of female um, opinions, at least in the studio. We get a lot of calls from, from ladies, which is great. Um, but it's great to have you here as an expert uh, from the female side of things mm. to, to, to chat everything, for, for starters. But let's just uh, focus in on one thing here that I've, I loved. You've, you've done an article here recently. Um, when you and your partner have different libidos, it's okay. Was that posted somewhere online, was it? Yeah, so I run a website which is aimed at women. It's called shesaid.com. And um, we do talk a lot about, you know, being in a relationship where you have different libidos. And because we've, we always hear about men having the higher libido and, you know, when you see in movies or, or mm. on TV, it's always the guy is begging his girlfriend or wife for but sex. But not always the case, I don't think. No, it's so not. I mean, um, my boyfriend's here today he brought me so I hope I'm okay in saying this but Shout out I'm the one who's got the higher libido in our relationship you know he he works very long hours he's in a managerial role and sometimes he just wants to get home and slip into a sleep coma yeah and yeah. I'm like come on and like, but your title I'm, is I'm journalist and, and sex addict <laughs> <laughs> so you're on the other end of the spectrum there you're absolutely yeah and, and that's pretty common I mean I do recall I mean me and my girlfriend have uh, a changes with work schedules but there's definitely times where she's more into it than me so um, what is your advice? And it, also, one triple three five three. If you have um, any thoughts on this question or this situation, maybe you have got a partner who has a different libido to you, um, and you can answer that question, Nadia. But what's your advice with dealing with that kind of thing? I think if it is the other way around that we're we're less used to hearing about, which is where it's the woman who has the higher libido, which is actually a lot more common than we think, but we just mm. don't talk about it. I think, um, and I'm potentially a little biased because I am a woman, but I think for women it can be quite hurtful and hard to take on because as a man you are told, you are socialised to uh, get – you know, be used to getting rejected for sex. Mm. So, you know, guys handy. go out to the clubs and you might try it on with 20 girls and 19 will reject you and then one will, will say, yeah, let's go home for the night and, and get it on. So mm. you're used to that. And so women, we're used to that whole idea that, well, we can just, you know, any guy, you know, even if you think about Tinder, I think um, they, they did a, a, a study recently where they had two people verse off. It was a man and a woman saying uh, who could get yeah. to 50, like, you know, matches first. And it was so clearly the woman by yeah. a mile. So, yeah. I think the main thing is, as a man, if you're letting down a woman, you have to keep in mind that women, we've been socialised to be told that if we're putting a vagina out there, the man will just be so happy that he's just going to accept it. So if you aren't in the mood to go for it, you are tired or you're, just, you're not well or whatever the reason is, um, I think you just need to do it in a reassuring way. And there was recently um, some research done into this and they found that when the the partner with the lower libido was actually able to validate and reassure the other person by saying, I'm really attracted to you. I think you're really sexy. I love getting it on with you. But tonight's just really like, it's just not good for me. I'm exhausted. Mm. It's been a long day. Then the satisfaction level of the relationship wasn't harmed. Whereas when the partner with the lower libido sort of forced themselves to go through with having obligatory sex, the couples actually reported that they had lower levels of relationship okay. satisfaction. We're here with Nadia Bockety. She's from shesaid.com. And uh, we're talking about partner's libido. One triple three five three. maybe your partner has a different libido to you. Uh, one thing, Nadia, from a same-sex relationship couple, um, we I feel like uh, gay men always talk about sex. So it's always at the, we're very open about 
how we're feeling at the time and stuff. And I feel like uh, heterosexual couples may not be as open to talk about sex. Um, and, I f- and I feel like, yeah, for, for me and my boyfriend, it's always like, no, nah, not tonight, man. Like, mm. who cares? <laughs> and we're very on the same page because we're so open about talking That's about great. sex. Is that the thing? Communication with your partner is always key? A hundred percent. It's all about communication. And communication, it's... That's the 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 thing that really makes a relationship strong. And communication is sexy as well. It's sexy mm. in bed when you actually communicate to your partner what it is that you actually want. So I think we just have to drop this whole shame around communicating to our partners and just letting them know it's okay, like you say, with with your partner. If, if one night you don't feel like it and the next night he doesn't feel like it, so long as you guys are being honest, you're much better doing that than you are just going along and having obligatory sex because you don't want to hurt the other person's ego. Yeah, totally. There's so much more in this. One triple three five three. Do you have a different libido than your partner? We'd love to hear from you. Nadia Bocket is in... Buck- blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Nadia, maybe you say yourself, Nadia, just so we get it right. Nadia Bockety. Nadia, Nadia Bockety. So good. <laughs> you say your name though, Tom. Uh, Tom and Ollie on Triple M. Naughty after nine. Good boy. Born to be wild. Yes, you are. Triple M's Tom and Ollie, Naughty After Nine. We've got Nadia Bockety in here. You can uh, see her online at Nadia Bockety across Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And, uh, of course, at shesaid.com. You're a writer for that website. I should actually, before we get into stuff, I should play the content warning. A Tom and Ollie content warning. Yeah, baby. Tom and Ollie's Naughty After Nine. Now, Nadia, we're going to discuss uh, some of the sex toys that we've just posted a photo of um, pretty soon. Uh, you can see those at Tom and Ollie. Uh, one of the comments from Jono, I've got to read out. Jono just said, uh, that tongue wheel thing feels good on my butthole during head. Thanks for your time. <laughs> well, we're always a big and advocate for butt play for straight guys. Yeah, we are. But um, before you were talking about, um, well, we're still talking about the fact that libidos can differ between um, in a couple. And one triple three five three. If you do have a libido that's different to your partner's, yeah, it could be a good chance to troubleshoot that with Nadia here. Um, but I liked how before you said that having having the sex or just someone agreeing to doing it isn't always the best result. Because I mean, I feel like at times I've been like, oh, well, we got the sex done. So that's a win? Yeah. But is that a false falsity or I what? think it is. It's what we've always been peddled. You know, we've always been told, oh, if, if sex is starting to die down in your relationship, you should schedule sex. And even if you don't feel like having sex, you should just get started and eventually you'll get into it. Mm. But the... The latest research actually shows that that can be damaging for a relationship because it can potentially build resentment because you're not doing it for the right reason. So if it means that you have to go without sex for a while, it's often better to go without sex for a while and let a little bit of tension and excitement build. Mm. And if you're going through like an actual like hugely long dry spell, you know, I think a a sex-starved union is classified as having sex 10 or or less times a year. Then if you're going through that, you need to address what's the underlying issue because Usually there's, there is an underlying issue. Maybe there's a bit of resentment going on. There's something that you haven't resolved. Um, and it's worth going and speaking to a couple's counsellor or even going to sex therapy um, and, and talking about it. But otherwise, I think it's fine. Everyone has dry spells. It's okay to just not be constantly trying to force mm. it. If there is tension, I find slamming doors can be quite helpful just <laughs> to really air it. And everyone knows in the house then. We've got yeah. AJ on one triple three five three. AJ, you've got a different libido to your partner? Yeah, I do, mate. Um, first of all, I'd like to say I love your show, eh? You oh, guys are thanks, brilliant. Oh, thanks, no, um, You're a legend, mate. Thank you. Yeah, nice. no, oh, no. Thank, th- thank you for having the show. But, um, yeah, you my wife... you circle jerk at the moment, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but my wife works long hours. She does 12 and a half hours 
hours a day. I do a measly 30, 38 hours a week. Right. Um, so, you know, I look after the kids and all that sort of stuff. So we, like ships in the night, basically. Mm. We pass each, pass each other in the morning or the afternoon and stuff like that. So, you know, I'm, I'm horny for my wife and she's horny for me, but we just don't have the time for it. Um, so, so like, like most ships, you're not having sex. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Yeah, that's absolutely. really tough because you guys are actually you're saying you guys are still really up for it, which is really sweet, and that's great that you've still got that desire for each other. But that's really tough not having it, that. Um, just your schedules lining up. I you, mean, that makes things really tricky. Do you try anything, AJ, to try and spice things up to try and reconnect? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. I do the do the father thing, you know, like the man thing and, you know, cook dinner for her and all that sort of stuff, which is clean the house and heaps of, heaps of different things, which apparently mm. arouses women. Yeah. But, um, yeah, she's, <laughs> she's, um, she does a 12 and a half hour day. So yeah. she comes home and, you know, she's just dead set tired and she just wants to go to bed. So Any yeah. advice, do you reckon, Nadia, for what AJ should do? I think you I've could, got an idea. Yeah, go for I, it. I know you're the expert. We'll come to you. I'll, I'll do my shitty, my shitty advice, and then and you do yeah, your no, real no. advice. <laughs> AJ, maybe can you start with a massage when she's like sleeping and or she's going to sleep, and you massage her and it's relaxing and she like that. But then ease that massage into somewhat of a I more like sensual. That. Thing. You're not waking her up, but if she does get those tingles, then you know. You I could like be on. that actually. I really like that. I, I would be up for that. Like, Couple that, of sex birds that would, in the studio, Tom. That would do it for me. <laughs> You're welcome, Tom and AJ. Um, I was going to say maybe just mix things up a bit in terms of, you know, we hear all this different advice, and you hear, oh, women, women like when when you do this and that. But um, the thing is, she's very used to seeing you in just this same light. You've you've taken on this role in the house that you're almost like the homekeeper. Um, and they did a really interesting study. Um, a while ago, which we actually did a story on, on She Said, and it was looking at the fact that one of the main things that creates desire in us is novelty and newness, and one of the main mm. erotic killers is comfort. So you and your your partner are super comfortable with each other, so that's why the eroticism is being killed. So you need to go and do something together that's really new for both of you. Like go and take like a workshop together that you've never done before. Go on a roller coaster ride together. Yeah. Go and do something a bit scary or exhilarating. Or the other thing that you can do is see each other in your zone. There's nothing sexier. My partner's an engineer and I sometimes forget how how smart he is. He's a civil engineer. And sometimes I'll overhear him on the phone, you know, telling people all this like crazy smart stuff that I don't even understand. And I think, God, that's so freaking sexy. He's so smart and he loves what he does and it's such a turn on. So I think you need to, to really sort of show each other those sides of yourself that you kind of fell fell for in the beginning, if mm. that makes sense. One triple three five three. If your partner has a different libido to you, then give us a call. Up next, we'll find out. We'll hear from someone who used to have sex like rabbits, but now it's died down a bit. One triple three five three. We've got Nadia Bockerty in here for Naughty After Nine with Tom and, and Ollie. new Guns and Roses. Tom. Oh yeah, good stuff. It's Tom and Ollie on Triple M. It's new Guns N' Roses, Shadow of Your Love, here on Triple M. You with Tom and Ollie, and a very special naughty afternoon is we have Nadia Bockerty in the studio. A Tom and Ollie content warning. Yeah, baby. Tom and Ollie's Naughty After Nine. Journalist, media commentator, editor, and sex addict, Nadia Bockerty. She writes for SheSaid.com. Some great advice coming through here, talking about libidos, Nadia. 
And thank you so much for your uh, for your insight into this. Oh, uh, no, thank you for having me. A question on Facebook at Tom and Ollie. Uh, you can always send in your messages. Miranda said that uh, she has a higher libido than her boyfriend. We've been together for nearly two years and it was great at the start, but our lives are becoming busier, so the sex is less and less. Mm. My libido is still the same, but he's always tired or had a long day. And it pisses me off because we both work the same amount and we're, just, we're both busy but I can't help but feel like I'm the only one making the effort. Oh, my God, I hear you, sister. I feel your pain. <laughs> um, no, you know, it's it's funny. They say that uh, men, men will usually in a relationship um, be happy as time goes on with less and less if a man's really comfortable in a relationship. Mm. But women do actually tend to need more and also need more novelty as well. Like guys tend to settle into just doing the sort of same thing. Sorry, it sounds like I'm a bit man bashing here. No, I'm in the studio it. with Mate, two men. Bash- Bash us. Because we're always here just doing like, as Tom said, circle jerks of like how good men are. So it's good that you're here and telling us the truth. Well, is there any part of the answer around masturbation and how much you do that? And do you add more if you're not getting enough sex? Yeah, I think you need to potentially try and um, do something a little out of the ordinary because potentially your partner is just used to, um, you know, the same old, same old, and it's maybe not enough giving him enough initiative to go for it again so um, mutual masturbation is a great one and in the meantime to satisfy your own libido you can masturbate alone but you can also be a bit cheeky and maybe line it up so that you are potentially masturbating in a very sexy outfit around the time that he arrives home. <laughs> Ollie's ears are pricked. <laughs> One triple three five three. Uh, we're talking about uh, different libidos than your partner. Casey you've experienced this you've got a different libido than your partner? Yes. So my partner and I have been together for two and a half years. I'm 21. He's 22. Um, We both work um, five days a week. And so we get home at a nice time, always before six o'clock. We have dinner. We get into bed. It's about 9.30 and we talk about having sex (laughs) and we talk about what's happening and what we should do and whether or not we should do it. And almost every night it's a, let's just go to sleep. Mm. And you're quite young, so, Casey, as well. Yeah, we both are, and we're both like living, and we both drink on the weekends. Like we're both still very—I wouldn't say immature, but young at heart, I guess. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and it's just not happening. It gets to the weekend, and you know, he might not say that he wants sex for the whole Saturday, and it gets to Sunday, we'll have sex once, and we'll have sex five times in the one day. It's like Whoa. a free start, <laughs> and then we have nothing for the whole week until Sunday again. It's like. Just go to sleep instead. When it rains, it pours. So know? are you are you waiting for him to propose sex? No, I've like in the I've come up and I've like started playing with him or had him walking on me, I've bought new toys, like I've tried a lot of different things and it's just kind of the decision has always been sleep afterwards. Like we have a proper discussion about it. I try to talk a bit sexy sometimes and I would say nine times out of ten it's sleep. Mm-hmm. Well, there's there's a couple of thing, different things going on by the sounds of it. He probably does have a significantly lower libido than you, and I think we do tend to think it's always the person with the lower libido. It's their job to change, but actually, I think it's both partners' job to change. You have to lower, you know, your expectations a bit, and he has to put in a bit more effort. And it might be a timing thing. I know, like my boyfriend, I always want to go for it at nighttime, and he's like, "I am freaking exhausted. I'm so tired. I want to sleep. I work my ass off today." But if I try him on in the morning, 
so long as I'm not making him late for work because that'll stress him, <laughs> um, he's usually pretty good to go. So maybe try a different time. Just try and don't talk. Just don't have any conversation about <laughs> it. Just literally get naked first thing in the morning. Just don't even give him a chance. Hope that helps, Casey. Over to Jackie now on triple three five three. Jackie, you used to be like rabbits, you and your partner. Yeah, so we met probably five and a half years ago and when we started dating, it was, you know, every time you see each other, when we weren't living together, it was always on. Weekend, same thing. And just as time's gone on, his libido hasn't changed, so he's always up for it. But I seem to just have not lost touch, but just not getting that urge like you used to, you know, it might sound a bit strange, but you kind of feel it Mm. (laughs) inside you. You're like, Mm. yeah, it's on. And he'll even say to me, like, I'm so sick of being turned down and rejected. And when we have sex, it's amazing, but it's so best that I think he is getting to his wits end with it. Yeah, I mean, sick of trying and sick of being the one always pursuing it. You guys need to communicate a bit. If if he keeps aggressively pursuing you, it's going to have like a counterintuitive effect. And I know that because it's been the opposite in my relationship and I've nagged my boyfriend for sex and he gets to the point where he's like, this is actually becoming a turnoff. No one wants to be begged for sex. Mm. So I think you guys, when definitely not when you're in bed about to have sex, but when you're, you, you know, you're in a good space, have a conversation about it. Look, I need you to stop, you know, pressure me just leave it for a while and give me a chance and then in the meantime I would say I don't know if you heard what I was saying to an earlier caller but try to do things where you can see each other in a new light Um, because you are comfortable with him from everything you've said and it's hard for you to see him in that exciting sexy light you saw him in when you guys were going like rabbits so go and do something crazy together and a bit you know exhilarating that you guys haven't potentially done before and and refresh that first novelty feeling have a little sex getaway or something jackie right <laughs> um nadia your answers are, are killing it here we've got a lot of um questions coming in on the socials as well why don't you hang around and, and up next we'll just do a one triple three five three ask nadia your sex questions oh brilliant stuff go for it yeah nice tom and ollie on triple m a tom and ollie content warning yeah baby tom and ollie's oh. Naughty after nine. We've got Nadia Bockerty in here, uh, who is a self-confessed sex addict. And I see you've brought in a lovely diagram there, which I heard before the end of the show, you're going to test me and Ollie on our clitoracy. That's right, clitoracy. <laughs> so it's testing your literacy yeah. to do with the vaginal anatomy. I reckon I've got the upper hand here, oh. hopefully. I mean, I have seen a few more than Tom recently. Oh, what, heterosexuals have an upper hand? Yeah, that'd be right. <laughs> so yeah. new. Why don't you do like... something different, mate? Just be something different. One triple three five three. have you got a sex question for Nadia Bockerty? Give us a call. Sex questions, anything. It's all up for grabs. Give us a call, Tom and Ollie, on Triple M. Naughty, after nine. In excess, new sensation, Triple M's Tom and Ollie. Nadia Bockerty is in here. A Tom and Ollie content warning. Yeah, baby. Tom and Ollie's Naughty, after nine. Sex expert, Nadia Bockerty, commentator, editor, writer, everything, Nadia. (laughs) Well done. And you're giving feedback to everyone who has questions on 13353 in any area of their sex life. And before Miranda asked a question, she says, thanks for your advice, guys. Really appreciate it. And we'll have to give it a try. So... It's working so far. Go, girl. Yes. One please triple, do. Yeah. One triple three five three. <laughs> if you do have a sex question for Nadia, Rachel, what's your question for Nadia? Um, I had an orgasm in 
orgasm, either with my partner or by myself. Mm. Oh, that really sucks. <laughs> um, yeah, but, it does. But, but do you know what? We actually put so much pressure on ourselves as women that we have to orgasm and that orgasm is the be-all and end-all of sex. And I think you can have really great sex without reaching orgasm. I mean, orgasm's nice, obviously. Um, but if you're if it's something that's really bothering you, um, have you tried using any toys or additional yeah. sort of implements it's to help like you along? I get to the stage and then, like, it just kind of makes me feel like I need to pee and then I just panic and stop. Like, yeah. I just get to that point and I make myself stop. Yeah, you, you've got to, well, if you, <laughs> you've got to go through with that, that last <laughs> uncomfortable know, part. Like, I just get so scared that it's not going to be that. Well, what's the worst thing that can happen? Like, you, so you've, you've been with your boyfriend for a while? Yeah, three years. Three years. So if the worst thing happens and you piss on your boyfriend, like, is, is he, it's not going to cause a breakup between you guys, right? Like, no, it's probably going to just be. And it, the He'll ch- love it, surely. He'll be like, well, yes, this is awesome. I'm First of all, it can be a kinky thing. And second of all, like, it's it's unlikely that you're going to start ab- absolutely gushing urine. Um, it would probably be, a, you know, it wouldn't be much anyway. So I think you've just got to have a conversation with your boyfriend and just face your fear and say, look, what I feel like I'm going to pee. Like, how would you feel like if I just go through with it and accidentally I do end up peeing. And you probably find he doesn't care. He just wants to get you off. Um, okay. And just relax into it and do it. But don't put pressure on yourself mm. to come because pressure is the ultimate orgasm killer. Yeah, it really um, is, From it? you and from your partner, you've got to just say, oh, we're not even going to focus on, on orgasm this time. But when you get to that point where you feel like you're going to pee, I reckon just, yeah, have a conversation with your boyfriend so you, you're prepared for the worst that can happen. And I will bet you that uh, the worst doesn't happen. Yeah, get the tops out. <laughs> there, you go, there you go, Rachel. And then you don't feel, then you're not, you know, you're not worried about anything as well. I got a friend uh, who did used to have to put towels down because his partner was, yeah, so much liquid. Was... I feel like that should be like the ultimate compliment to a man. I know. Right? And I was, here's my housemate at the time. I was jealous. I was like, what do you mean you're putting <laughs> towels down? We've got questions coming through on Facebook as well, Ollie. We sure do. Uh, this is from. Um, uh, Martin. By the uh, way, one triple three five three. get involved with your questions. Martin says, what is the best way to get started with BDSM? Both me and my partner are interested, but just looking for the best way to start with Ooh, BDSM. Oh, I love that. I love that you're wanting to spice things up and get a bit kinky. What does BDSM stand for again? Um, it's bondage. Dominance. Dominance. Slave master. Oh, it can sadomasochism. Be, yes, yeah, yeah it can right. be. It can be slave master. Oh, okay. I mean, there's there's so many different forms of it, and I think a lot of us think of the Fifty Shades of Grey movie when we think of it. And I know that the BDSM community got quite irate about that and said it wasn't a, an accurate portrayal of BDSM. I think BDSM is whatever you want to make it for you and your partner, however comfortable you are both going. And the most important thing um, with any sort of kinky or, you know, slightly risky sex play is that you have a really clear discussion with your partner before you even start doing it. So you've both agreed you want to do it. Great. Talk about what are your limits. So, you know, you might want to start with something like erotic asphyxiation, you know, doing a, a little bit of light sort of choking, but you need to actually, you know, come to an agreement with your partner how far are you willing for them to go? Because you don't want to be put in a position where you're in actual, you know, pain or you're not feeling comfortable with what's going on. So really discuss 
everything through clearly. And it does sound a bit cheesy or whatever, but BDSM quite often uses a safe word so that mm. you've got you've got something that you can say to your partner when it means you banana, know banana, 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 banana. It's gone, yeah, it's gone far enough. Because you can't just say no, because sometimes in sex when you say no, you really mean yes. One triple three five three. If you've got a sex question for Nadia, give us a call. It's naughty after nine with Tom and Ollie. It's Powderfinger on Triple M. That one's called Already Gone. You're with Tom and Ollie. Got Nadia Bockety in here, a uh, sex, uh, sex expert for Naughty After Nine. A Tom and Ollie content warning. Yeah, baby. Tom and Ollie's oh. Naughty After Nine. One triple three five three. If you've got a sex question for Nadia, uh, th- we've got so many coming through. Sorry if we can't get to all of them, but I'm sure we'll have Nadia back in here. And we ha- do have to get to our what are we what are we calling it? Our clitoracy. clitoracy. Are we testing your clitoracy? Oh God, Ollie versus Tom. On There's a clitoracy. real a real visual over there you've got with you, Nadia, which I'm intrigued to, to see more <laughs> of and probably to learn something. Let's be honest. Uh, Alex, someone triple three five three. You got a question for Nadia? Yes, I do. Um, um, I just want to discuss um, uh, women's orgasms. Um, I seem to find that there's two types. There's women that actually um, have an orgasm and single peak and then they just collapse and they're relaxed and, they're, and everything's fine. But then there's the other side, which I've had a um, problem with um, a partner where you get to a point and then they kind of not there and then they want to build it up again. And uh, how do you manage that? Um, and is that normal? That is so normal. I think because men um, tend to climax quite quickly. Um, oh, mo- oh, come on. <laughs> most, men, most men can reach climax in sort of around 10 minutes or, or sometimes even, you know, dramatically less. But for, for most women, it takes an absolute minimum of like 20 to 25 minutes. And I think that can be, you know, difficult for a guy, but it's putting pressure on her as well because she potentially is sensing the fact that you're there thinking, why haven't you orgasmed yet? Why haven't you orgasmed yet? And I can tell you that groups of women, we do sit around and we do say, gosh, my boyfriend's always saying he really wants me to come, but there's actually nothing worse that a guy can say or indicate, even just suggest to a woman because... As women, we want to please our partner. And so as soon as we know that you desperately want us to orgasm, that's off the table because we now feel so pressured Mm. and that stress has just killed our orgasm vibe. Well, it works both ways, doesn't it? You say that to a guy as well, like, oh, come on, hurry up and come. He's not going to. Exactly. So you've got to, it's almost like you have to take orgasm off the table and just not think about it or talk about it. And if she wants to build up a few times, that's fine. That's called edging. You know, she's building herself up to have a stronger orgasm. If, If she doesn't have an orgasm by the time you guys are finished, that's fine. But if you're happy to have, the sex lasts for longer, then yeah, just give us some time. For a lot of women, it just takes a while. Amazing. I'm sorry we couldn't get to all your questions up next. Let's play a little game. You've got a, a diagram there of a vagina. It's a vag map. Oh, a vag map? <laughs> we'll get into what uh, Nadia is calling clitoracy up next. Tom versus Ollie. Heterosexual versus homosexual. Let's Mate, find bring out it on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the straights right. are going to get this one. Oh, that'd be right. <laughs> Good Tom and Ollie on Triple M. Naughty After Nine. Nadia Bockety's in here. No second prize, Barnsey, on your Monday night here with Tom and Ollie on Triple M. It's, of course, Naughty After Nine. We've got Nadia Bockety in here. I should play content warning. A Tom and Ollie content warning. Yeah, baby. Tom and Ollie's oh. Naughty After Nine. At Nadia Bockety, if you want to check her out on any of the socials or uh, go to shesaid.com where she writes regularly. Now, Nadia, you've brought in uh, basically some schoolwork for me and Ollie. I have. It's a vag map. A vag map, (laughs) which is great. 
I love this. It's uh, basically what we had to do in that song was label the different parts of the vagina. Now, there were six different labels that we had to Now, you've called complete. it clitor- clitoracy. On Facebook, Richie has um, compared it to our segment called Flick It or Lick It, um, which is a musical challenge. No. So, there is there <laughs> is a comparison to be made there. But as far as clitoracy goes, how have we gone? As Tom said, there were six labels to, to mark. Yeah, look, you guys have done pretty well overall. Both of you have done surprisingly well. Tom was very cocksure, um, uh, very quick to put his well, form in. Yes, yeah, the homosexual Tom, was Tom right in there. Tom out very quickly. And look, Tom's gotten five out of six. Five Tom, out of six, baby! Uh, the only one you've six missed six here, is you've, you've called the, the vulva. You've actually oh, referred to that as the labia. Oh. Um, and so Ollie's got and a couple vulva. Of hang on, hang on. So the, I wrote the labia menorah and the labia majora. I was wrong on those accounts. You were accounts. almost a little too clever for me because I didn't label both types of labia. I've just done one Damn pointing it. to the labia. Damn it. And so most people confuse the vagina with the vulva. When we look at the whole thing, we think that's the vagina, but the vagina is actually, yeah, it's the part where the penis goes in. And, um, and Ollie actually called out. it the penis hole, which <laughs> was a little bit troubling. He couldn't work out which part was actually the vagina. I thought the whole thing was the vagina. <laughs> yeah, he thought the whole thing was the vagina. So the whole thing is the vulva. So you've learned something new today. So don't refer to a woman's whole anatomy as a vagina. It's actually a vulva. And, yeah, you've labelled the vulva as being the labia as well. So don't Uh, say the score just yet. We've got a homosexual and a heterosexual both labelling a female body parts. Uh, I've got five out of six, the homosexual. How did the heterosexual go? You have seen this answer here, though, haven't you? Pubes. (laughs) That does not count. (laughs) What did Ollie get in terms of Um, his clitoracy? Well, I'm going to say four out of six. Penis hole was kind of close to vagina, but it just wasn't close enough. um, Suck on that, Ollie. Yeah. Well, I would. Literally. literally, I would. You you would, but you get sick. Ollie needs to start sucking on it, maybe potentially a little bit more. There's no labels in real life. Too much fun. Nadia Bokadi, thank you so much. We need to get out of here. See ya. Bye. See you guys.